The national music standards. Everybody knows and loves them, but they've changed. Did you know that? Now you know! Hello, and welcome to this podcast. This is the first podcast of the channel, Music Education in the 21st Century. My name is Jason Rickey, and I am a K-12 certified music educator in New York State, pursuing my master's degree in music education at the College of St. Rose in Albany, New York. Like many of you, I grew up with the National Standards for Arts Education, put out in 1994 by the Music Educators National Conference, or MENC which is of course now known as the National Association for Music Education, or NAFME. As a side note, if you did not realize there is no MENC anymore, you really need to get up to date on your professional development. This is a national organization that supports your entire profession. Being knowledgeable about it is important. Developed over the course of almost two full years, from June 1992 to March 1994, These original national standards were inspired for inception by the overall push for national standards in education by the National Council on Education Standards and Testing, NCEST, in January of 1992. NCEST recommended all major subjects get funding from the federal government to develop voluntary standards to describe intended outcomes of their programs in terms of knowledge, skills, and understanding, with other subjects to follow. The arts were among the first of these other subjects to get federal funding from the U.S. Department of Education, and in June of that year, they began developing standards. Long story short, the National Standards in Arts Education were delivered to the Secretary of Education on March 11, 1994, and were adopted across the country as a model for arts education standards. Divided into three sections by grade level, kindergarten to fourth grade, fifth grade to eighth grade, and nine through twelve, certain proficiencies were expected at the conclusion of each of these sections. As a review, these were the nine old national standards. Number one, singing alone and with others a varied repertoire of music. Standard two, performing on instruments alone and with others a varied repertoire of music. Standard three, improvising melodies, variations, and accompaniments. Standard four, composing and arranging music within specified guidelines. Five was reading and notating music. Six, listening to, analyzing, and describing music. Seven, evaluating music and music performances. Eight, understanding relationships between music, the other arts, and disciplines outside the arts. And nine, understanding music in relation to history and culture. In general, these were very specific and succinct. MENC put out a document entitled The School Music Program, A New Vision, to suggest specific ways of implementing the standards and assuring competency at all levels shortly after these standards were adopted. Fast forward now to the late 2000s and early 2010s. 
the Common Core standards have been gradually voluntarily adopted by all 50 states and clearly have had a profound effect on all of education. I won't get into the politics and such about this, as I think we all have very strong opinions about the matter. But long story short, an increased emphasis on literacy and language skills is found throughout. Increased assessment for both students and their teachers occurs throughout the nation, and governments at all levels demand more accountability and 21st century skills, or readiness. After almost 20 years, the national standards have become thoroughly entrenched in American music education, but perhaps stale. Going along with Common Core trends, NAFME and other arts organizations began the work in the early 2010s of revising the old arts standards. Finally, after much deliberation, in 2014, the National Core Arts Standards, or NCAS, were published. Rather than nine standards, they were revised to include four core standards, with 11 anchor standards, to specify skills required under each heading. Very specific suggestions were also included for each grade level or section for every standard. These are the four new core standards. Creating, performing, presenting, or producing, responding, and connecting. Now let's take a close look at these by looking at their anchor standards. Under the banner of creating, there are three anchor standards. Anchor standard number one, generate and conceptualize artistic ideas and work. Anchor standard number two, organize and develop artistic ideas and work. Anchor standard number three, refine and complete artistic work. Under the banner of performing or producing, anchor standard number four, analyze, interpret, and select artistic work for presentation. Anchor standard number five, develop and refine artistic work for presentation. And anchor standard number six, convey meaning through the presentation of artistic work. Under the heading of Responding, we have Anchor Standard number 7, Perceive and Analyze Artistic Work. Anchor Standard number 8, Interpret Intent and Meaning in Artistic Work. And Anchor Standard number 9, Apply Criteria to Evaluate Artistic Work. And under the final heading, Connecting, we have two standards. Anchor Standard number 10, Synthesize and relate knowledge and personal experiences to make art. And anchor standard number 11, relate artistic ideas and works with societal, cultural, and historical context to deepen understanding. So those are the 11 anchor standards of NCAS. Looking at them from a broader lens, a few things become apparent. If we think in terms of Bloom's cognitive taxonomy, there is a very clear trend towards engaging students in higher learning activities. Words like generate, analyze, and synthesize are common throughout the anchor standards, and this is even more prevalent when you look at the detailed standard suggestions online, where essential questions are also given for each standard. Critical thinking has an entire section devoted to it, and I think this warrants close attention so that we are not teaching content for its own sake, but as a way to develop understanding. 
Just in terms of the order of the standards, it is obvious that there is a bigger push for student creation and not just performance. While composing and improvisation were in the old standards, performance was included first. Now, with composition, revision, and improvisation up front, although not specifically titled that way, there is a clear emphasis on the creation of products, something the trend towards student portfolios as assessments also suggests. Again, looking at the National Core Arts Standards, while the wording may be different, the goals are not terribly so different. The biggest takeaway is to ensure your students are not merely present in music class, but active learners engaged in higher level thinking. You may be thinking to yourself, but I'm an instrumental music teacher. How do I implement this? Music is a performing art, yes, but it is so much more than just reading the ink on the page and pressing buttons on an instrument to appease parents at a concert. All of us as music educators in America should be inspiring our students to learn about music in all its different forms and facets. While change is difficult, I think these new standards will help us develop more mindful musicians as we progress through the 21st century. Regardless of what happens with Common Core or APPR or whatever other reforms are happening, these new standards are probably here to stay for at least another 20 years. It's 2015, not 1994. Let's start teaching our students like it. For more information on the new National Core Arts Standards, visit nationalartsstandards.org. And of course, go to nafme.org for all sorts of information about music education in America. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.